Frazzled. How are you, Lisa? Oh, no, 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 no. Stop right there because we are recording this on Mothering Sunday. Happy Mothering Sunday, Lisa. Thank you so much, Jane. And welcome, listeners, to another episode of Foodie Friends. I'm Lisa. This is Jane coming to you from the US and the UK. Mm -hmm. Three guesses, which I am. <laughs> oh, you can tell I'm tired. And the first two don't count. <laughs> yes, happy Mother's Day. Happy Hopefully, Mother's Day to well, everybody listening in the US of A. Because yes, I'm still absolutely. sulking. <laughs> I'm still sulking because we have our Mothering Sunday in, which is the technically the right way of saying it, I think, Mothering Sunday. I don't know. Well, we say uh, Mother's Day. Yeah, well, we, we do Day. now, but I think that's us copying you, which is what we seem to do best. Hmm. So... I think originally it was called Mothering Sunday, and ours is in March when it's usually really cold and wet and horrible. So you've got it right yet again. That's probably why we copy you. And Father's Day. It is, I have to oh, say, it is a rant. Let, let me finish my rant. <laughs> Father's Day Keep is, going. The, is the same day as America, as UK and USA. So why do Mothering Sunday, why do we have that on separate dates? If you know the answer, please let us know because we're very confused women, you know, of a certain age. That <laughs> Right, I'm shutting up now. Over to you. It's that's yeah, I, that's interesting. Our Father's Day is the same day in June and Mother's Day or Mothering Sunday is different. Weird, I don't know it? why that is because it's always the same. We're always the second Sunday in May. Always. And the date might change, but it's always the second Sunday. Mm -hmm. And they, and it is always usually pretty, pretty gorgeous. And today yeah. it is a gorgeous, like 80 degrees. I actually had breakfast outside on the patio. I know cooked for you by your lovely husband in the absence of your lovely children. I, I know this is the first. Mother's Day that the kids, neither one is here. And for those of you listening who are also empty nesters, can probably relate to when your kids grow mm -hmm. up. Uh, my son is 24. I almost said 22. He's like stuck in my yeah. head at 22. He's 24. Daughter's 20, 20. So he's graduated. He's off living his life and we'll see him this summer. And then um, my daughter's still in college. So she, this is height of final reports, yeah. projects, papers, leading up to the end of the school year. So so she's still at school. So this is, yeah, a little different this year. But I will get calls from them later. Yeah. Which will be, which will be lovely. I'll look forward to it. FaceTime. Thank goodness for FaceTime. Yeah. And if they're cooking for you at home, you only have to clear up the mess, really, don't you? So, um, yeah, that sounds perfect. True. I, I've had, first of all, let me apologize to all the listeners because we have, we do actually have quite a backlog of people to come on the show, don't we, interviews. Um, I've got about three or four really good, good, great we do. You know, possibilities. Um, I just haven't got my act together because I've been busy with my singular child. Well, singular child and all of his friends. It was same because um, yeah. for one child, 
He's 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 like he's like having ten children. Yeah, he is. He fills the house with his drum kit mainly. So um, yeah, he's as a part of his final project for college because he's at the end of his second year at college which would be it um they with four of them put on a festival music festival if you're local to Herefordshire you might have heard of it although it was quite a grungy festival um it was called oh god you can tell I'm tired it'll come back to me cluster fest cluster fest and they had it in three locations really sort of music-based locations the jam factory the loft in hereford and um yeah george played twice he was he was one of the organizers but he actually played twice uh one acoustic session and one love it full-on drumming session so i was roadie I was transporting drum kits and guitars and amplifiers and picking them up at God knows what time and dropping them off and and taking people to trains and blah, blah, blah. So that's what I've been doing all weekend. So I, I'm sorry. We have brilliant guests coming your way, but you've just got to put up with us two today moaning. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to your being a roadie for George, it just shows that, you know, the work doesn't stop, right? When the kids get older. <laughs> I, I would stop. say, no, it doesn't stop. No, it becomes more manual. Is is that a politically correct way of putting it? I don't know if you can say manual. I think so I think. Well, I think I think you can say manual. Physical. I think when they're little. Well, true, but I'll, I feel like. It's physically exhausting when they're little too, because you're dealing with like sleep deprivation, just the physical of getting up and down and the diaper changing and the, the trailing after them, running after them when they're learning to walk and toddle all over the place and making sure they're safe at the playground. So it's, but I feel like it gets almost more emotionally exhausting when they get older because yeah, you've got all the emotional asleep. Well, yeah, I think so. And if, especially with, cause I have a boy and a girl and I think with girls too, you've got the whole emotional component that was not as much there with Jack, but is certainly there with our mm. daughter. So it's yeah. mm, no, an interesting one. So hence I've been really busy, but whilst I was um waiting to collect the drum kit said <laughs> drum kit at nearly eleven <laughs> fifteen or whatever it was, um I binge watched on Netflix because I'm struggling to find anything to watch Ooh. at the moment. So I binge watched um, Queen Charlotte, the Bridgerton throwback. Oh, oh my goodness. That's supposed brilliant. to be amazing. So I highly recommend that. Yeah. Quite upsetting. There are aspects of it that are quite upsetting, I warn you. But, um, yeah, really good. I, I think it's the best yet, personally. It certainly engaged me more than the other two. So hot recommendation yeah, I, from me, if you haven't already watched it, Bridget, uh, Queen Charlotte it's called, isn't it, on Netflix. I think that's what it's called. Yes, so. Queen Charlotte. Yes, yeah, you'll find it if you okay, that's on search top of my Bridgetons. List. Yeah, definitely. Watch, watch, watch that. You'll love it, I'm sure. What have you been watching? Oh, I like that. Okay, so I have been watching, my husband and I have been watching and just finished, which was so good. Also on Netflix, The Diplomat. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but somebody else has recommended it. They said it was a really quality it's, acting and quality drama. It's so, if you liked Homeland, did you watch Homeland with Claire Danes? 
Weirdly, she, she, she likened it to that as well. How weird is that? Mm. It is, it's very similar to Homeland, but it has like this underlying, I would say it's more like a, a dramedy. So you've got more where Homeland had no humor in it at all. It was quite serious, edge of your seat, um, stressful situations that were like, oh, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Um, where the diplomat has those situations, but it also brings in like humor. So you might be stressed, but then you're also kind of laughing because there's like a humorous moment or look or comment. Mm -hmm. So it's really cleverly written. Um, I mean, I love Carrie Russell. I loved her in The Americans. She's brilliant. I love um, Rufus Sewell, I believe, who plays her husband. Double check that. Um, I, I can barely remember. He's fabulous. Him. He was in the. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's Ru- Rufus Sewell. He's fantastic, and I have loved him in pretty much everything he's done. He was the. Um, he played an incredible his character in the. Oh gosh, what was that show? I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna look at my phone right now because. It was a really good show that he was in, but he's a brilliant actor too. And I just, I'm going to make sure that I've got his name correctly. Oh yeah. Rufus Sewell. Yeah. He's incredible. Um, and I loved him in, well, he was in the holiday, of course. I mean, he was in the holiday, but also loved him in, it was a really clever series that is not popping up for some reason on his, on his Wikipedia I'm gonna. I'm looking it up really quickly. Um, what else? What, and you were talking about talk about your book that you were gonna. Oh, did you say you had a book you were gonna recommend? Well, well I looked this up for the just for the benefit of people lis- listening and watching this on YouTube. This is my newest. Like I need more cookbooks. <gasps> I've been really looking forward Ooh. to this. So this is called the Pepperpot Diaries. Andy Oliver. And do you have a cookery series over, over in the US? Um, it's called, we call it the Great British Menu, but it's every year they celebrate something. So this year, it, for instance, it was um, animation. So Paddington, Wallace and Gromit, things like that. And all of the top chefs around the country uh, compete regionally and then in finals to put on a banquet for people involved in that industry. And the food is all, it's always themed and it's exceptional. I mean, really exceptional. For instance, the dessert that won the um, the prize for being the best course this year was um, from the Beano. Do you get the Beano over there? No, Dennis the Menace. The Beano, no. Ah, Dennis right. the well, Menace, yes. Yes. So the Dennis the Menace is a magazine that's been going for 60-odd years. And part of that magazine is uh, the Backstreet Boys, who um, are really quite mischievous and they have a food fight in one and and the dessert was the food fight so he'd done a table with all of these wonderful components all over it and everybody was served that oh oh my god it was amazing it was really amazing so if you haven't got it you need to get that series because it's absolutely fantastic. But going back to the point, Andy Oliver is a, a she introduces. She used to be a judge on it, and now she compares it or whatever the word would be. But this is her sort of her story stories from my Caribbean table, and it it's sort of giving a little bit more in depth 
um, narrative on why she cooks, where the ingredients come from, stories about her family. It's really lovely. And she's just, well, you can see she's a bundle of fun. She's just, whoa. You know, actually, if we had another dinner party next year, I might ask her. So I recommend that. We'll put the um, the link in the show notes down, uh, down below. So, uh, yeah, recommend that. I Definitely. That. I love that. Okay. So the funny thing is when you talk about Dennis the Menace and the Backstreet Boys, Dennis the Menace is a cartoon in the Sunday paper growing up. And the Backstreet Boys were an 80s band. Yes. <laughs> kind of similar to the band from. that closed out the... Yeah, well, yeah. The Backstreet Boys was was an eighties, a very like huge eighties, nineties. Yeah. Sorry, not eighties, nineties. Something or other. Boys, all right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm, it was like the Backstreet Boys and In Sync. It was like they battled for like top of the charts. <laughs> I was always more In Sync because of Justin Timberlake personally, but oh my god. Okay, should we take the tone yeah. up a bit? So we've been really busy. The last week, another reason yes. why we're tired in in um, tying up all the loose ends on cookbook number two, haven't we, Lisa? Yes. So that's been yeah. a bit manic. Yes, cookbook. Yeah. I'm going to be the size of a house because I'm testing all the recipes at the moment just to make sure they all work. All the temperatures are correct. All the ounces and grams and milliliters and fluid ounces are correct. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. I've been doing it's, one this morning. So, um, yeah, busy, busy on that at the moment. Exciting. It's, I'm that? loving it. It's so, it's so exciting. Well, oh, but before, I, before I forget. Go on. Oh, no, I was going to say, before I forget, Rufus Sewell, The Man in the High Castle, was a show that he was on that was incredible. That if you haven't seen, I really, haven't really cool. Okay. The Man in the High Castle, I don't know what streaming service it's on, but the premise is the Nazis win World War II. Mm -hmm. That's the premise. And oh. so the United States, yeah, no, it's, it's a very interesting, pre I mean, it's like a really cool premise because you have the Nazis have won. And so you have the whole Eastern part of the United States is basically run by the Nazis. So even Americans are, it's all German Nazi um, run very Gestapo, like not great. Yeah. Um, you've got the middle of the United States. That's literally like the wild West where people have kind of escaped the East coast. Okay. But then you have the West coast that is controlled by the Japanese. Oh, good Lord. But then you also yes, have like, course. but you yes. also, but you also have this, so this is like an alternate reality kind of universe, but you also have an alternate reality universe where, like our reality, where the Nazis didn't win. And they kind of converge in this really clever sci-fi-ish way. It's really clever. It's really well done. So if you like history, but you like sci-fi, but it's also like, I'm not a huge, like, I'm not a huge Trekkie. Mm. Star Wars is fine. I'm not a huge sci-fi, but the alternate reality is interesting. And when okay. there are certain it's people sort in of reality matrix. where the Nazis win. Is it a bit matrix? What was that? Is it a bit like the Matrix with alternative platforms? Yes, but it's not. Parallel? They've done very realistically, though. 
Okay. It's, it's very, it's done very realistically and it's, it's very cleverly written. It's very cleverly shot. So I highly recommend. And Rufus is, he is an incredible character in it. So just, yeah, because you have these Americans that basically. What was it called the again? The Man in the High Castle. The Man in the High Castle. I'm going to actually yeah, make the man. Um, my son got us into it and it's, it's old. I mean, I think it was, it aired 2014 to 2019. Okay. Um, Must be somewhere. I pay for I so many platforms. It must be on one of them. I think I want to say it's Netflix because back in that, back in 2014, I think there was only Netflix. I think Netflix was one of the only ones oh. there was back then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I shall have so, a search. Yeah. I shall have a search. So what are you going to be doing with your day before we depart and leave these lovely people to enjoy their, the rest of their evenings? Uh, let's see. Well, um, I will be FaceTiming with the children, which will be amazing. And then I will be sitting down. There. It is gorgeous. It's like 80, I think it's supposed to be 87 degrees today. So I will be working on the cookbook. So oh, working, I will be working my way through entering more cookbook recipes. Um, honestly, because of the heat, I don't know how much cooking I'm going to get done today because it's already quite hot. So might have to save some more cooking for tomorrow, but we'll see how the weather goes today. Um, editing photos, editing photos and cookbook stuff. Yeah, entering more cookbook stuff. I'm kind of going through uh, proofreading. Yeah. That's, That's it. And I don't know what's and probably. Brilliant. It's fun though. It's fun. Should we let people it, go? I think. And, then, the day? and apologies again that we, we didn't get our guests lined up, but we will. We will. I'll do, no. I will do it. I will do it. I will sort it. I will do it as well. Oh, we don't need to apologize. People love listening to us, don't you guys? Mm. Yeah. I hear a round of applause. The people love listening to us. And have you We're looked at our stats for our newsletter? Through the roof. Oh, yes. We're going to put the link below. Mm. We'll put the Amazing. link below. You can um, come join us on Substack. It's, it's yeah. so awesome. It's totally free. It's completely free. You do not have to pay for anything if you don't want to. Link below. We're over on Substack is where you can find us. Newsletter, um, all the back newsletters with links and recipes. And as always, you can listen to us every Monday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're also putting up our episodes over on YouTube. We'll link to that. And I hope that considering it's Monday, we are all over it. And considering it's Monday, I hope that you all had a really wonderful Mother's Day yesterday. If you celebrated it, I hope that you were spoiled. And if you were an empty nester and celebrated alone, I am with you, sending you lots of love. Mm-hmm. And that's it for another episode. I think, right? Yeah, it was quick for us. That was very good. Bravo us. I think it's pretty quick. I think it's pretty quick. Yay! Okay. Already, everyone. We'll see we you all next week. We will see you again. We'll see you all next week on another episode of Foodie Friends. Foodie Friends. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.